Cornerstone Podcast. My name is Francis Wessel. I am the host of the podcast. I have entitled this episode The Art of Asking. Many years ago, I read a book entitled The Master Asker. The book was a blessing to me, and I began to declare over my life that I would become a master asker. To ask is important. The Bible is full of verses about what I call the art of asking. This subject is very simple, but sometimes we can focus on more complex subjects without understanding the basics. Putting a roof on a house with no foundation is very difficult, so I hope you don't mind if I share with you what I know about asking. To ask is essential. We get everything from God by asking Him for what we need. We get assistance from others by asking for that assistance. Since we are created to work in teams, it is important that we learn to communicate clearly. And one of the best ways to get what we need in life is by knowing how to ask for things. In the fourth chapter of the book of James, the apostle tells us that we have not because we ask not. And Jesus in Matthew chapter 7 verse 7 tells us that if we ask, we will receive. If we read the previous chapter, Matthew 6, we see that when the disciples asked Jesus to teach them to pray, he taught them to pray by asking from God five things. He asked the Father for his kingdom to come, to give us our daily bread, to forgive our sins, to help us not fall into temptation, and to protect us from evil. Paul in Romans 8 tells us that even when we do not know how to ask, if we let him, the Spirit of God can intercede for us through groans that words cannot express. In other words, my family, to ask is extremely important, and it is to our benefit to learn how to do it correctly. In fact, the Lord has been telling me that in 2024, we will need to be constantly asking Him, for our dependency on Him will have to increase, not only for our needs to be met, but also for the Church of Jesus Christ to be able to do everything that God is expecting us to do next year. So I felt in my heart that it was important to review with you what the Bible says about asking. Many people need to understand why prayer is essential. Someone once asked me why we must pray so much if God knows everything. He told me since he not only knows what we need right now, but even what we will need in the future, why is it so important that we keep on asking him for stuff? My family, when we ask God for our needs, we are not giving him information he doesn't know. Of course, he knows what we need. But when we pray, we are declaring our dependency on Him and putting our faith in Him to work. People of God, if Jesus, who is God, prayed to the Father and depended on the Father, who are we not to do the same? Now, let me take a slight pause here to remind you that prayer is not only asking God for our needs. We also fellowship with Him when we pray. But God wants us to ask Him to bless us. I always tell people, to do more than just ask God for stuff when they pray. But at the same time, I want to make sure people know that God loves it when we ask Him for help. Now, if we are going to be master askers or masters in the art of asking, we must understand seven essential factors. First, 
As I said before, we need to ask. If we do not ask, we do not get. Besides that, we also need to know what to ask, how to ask, who to ask, who should ask, when to ask, and when to stop asking. When we know those factors, we master the art of asking. Let me explain why I say this by breaking down one factor at a time. As I said, the first thing is to ask. If the only thing you remember from this episode is that the prayer not prayed is the only one God does an answer, I have done my job. Once you get that, let me tell you what you need to know to become master askers. You need to know what to ask. You need to know what you need and how to express your needs in order to ask correctly. Many people do not get what they need because they do not know what they need. For example, I sometimes pray for women who want to become pregnant. They want to be mothers. So many women have become pregnant after I prayed that I even lost count of how many miracle babies have been born. After a few times praying for women to get pregnant, I started to wonder why some women will get pregnant even with twins after we pray a simple prayer and why, no matter how hard we pray, some women will not get pregnant. After meditating in it for some time, it hit me. Even though all the women had the same desire, not all of them had the same problem. Therefore, I could not pray a general prayer and expect them to obtain the same results. Of course, God can do whatever He wants, but sometimes He wants us to be specific for how are we to give thanks to Him and share the testimony of what God has done if we do not know precisely what He did. After realizing this, now when I pray for women to get pregnant, I usually ask each woman a few questions before I pray for them. The first question I always ask is who needs the healing for you to get pregnant, you or your husband? For my friends, we can pray until we turn blue for a woman to get pregnant, but if she is not the one with the problem, she will never get pregnant. Our prayer should not be for God to open a woman's womb, but for God to heal the husband if the husband is the one that needs the healing. The other question I ask when I pray for couples to become parents is if they care how they become parents, for a woman can become a mother through adoption. I know a couple who has two beautiful daughters. For different reasons, the wife almost died giving birth to their first daughter. The doctor told them not to get pregnant again, but they knew they felt it in their heart that they should be the parents of two kids. Adoption was not something they thought they could do because financially they could not afford it. But by a miracle of God, their adoption fees were paid, and when I met them, they were the parents of two beautiful little girls. Another example of how sometimes we do not get because we do not know what we need is people who ask God for money or for a raise at work. When I ask people how much they need, or how much are they believing for, they usually tell me that anything will be a blessing. My family, if that is the case, God can give these people a quarter and he already answered their prayer for he gave them money. The book of Mark tells us that once Jesus asked a blind person who was crying out for him, what did he want him to do? It was obvious that the man was blind and yet Jesus still asked the question. 
people of God, we need to let our needs be known. I always ask people what they need me to pray for, even if I just finish a specific altar call. Sometimes a visible need is not the most pressing need for people. Someone may need a car and have cancer. We might see the guy walking to church, but in this case, a car is not the most present need. Healing is. So please figure out what is your need and then ask God for that. Once you know your needs, most of the time, God uses people to meet them. So besides knowing what to ask, you also must know that the person you ask to bless you can do it. For example, you are in trouble if you ask someone who doesn't know how to swim to save you from drowning. On the other hand, a lifeguard will have no problem saving you from the same situation. My friends, since we can only give what we have, please do not ask people who are broken not to break you. That is like asking a scorpion not to bite you. Do not ask counselors or therapists to heal you from anxiety. The only one that can do that is God. At the most, a good counselor can teach you how to live with anxiety or how to survive it. But no one can give you peace except the Prince of Peace. Your spouse cannot set you free from rejection. The only one who can do that is the one who was rejected on the cross for you. Please, my family, stop wasting your time asking people or even asking God for things they cannot or will not do. If you are wondering if there's something God cannot do, the answer is yes. For example, God cannot set us free from the jail of offense. Only we can choose freedom from that, for God will not force us to forgive. He will not deliver us against our will, and God will not give us anything that will harm us or others. The third factor you need to know to become a master asker is how to ask. John 16:24 says, Until now you have not asked for anything in my name. Ask and you will receive, and your joy will be complete. Here Jesus teaches us that when we ask the Father for something, we must use his name. That is why most of us conclude our prayers in Jesus' name. Jesus is the name above all names, and therefore it is in his name that we ask heaven for blessings. We are also told to come boldly before the throne of God that we may find mercy and grace. My family, please remember that God expects us to ask, not to beg him. After all, you are a child of God, not a stranger. Praise God that the Bible tells us how to ask God for our needs. But as I said, since God is not the only one who can be a benefactor to us, it is essential that as godly people, we also learn how to ask things from men. I once convinced an atheist whose claim of fame was that he did not offer discounts to charities to paint a bus for free in order for me to bring children to church. Kindness respect, and the words please and thank you are good tools to have in our asking arsenal. In that case, the pictures of children looking sad for not being able to attend church also helped. Now, I know how to intercede for others before God and men. If asking for resources will bless others, I am shameless. I can ask anyone for anything. But I am terrible, my family, at bargaining. Praise God that I have friends who are experts negotiators. 
If I ever need to get a reasonable price on an item, depending on what the item is, I have people I can call or take with me. I have difficulty bargaining with people even when it is expected. But the blessing is that I know who is good at it. You will not be an expert asking for everything on every occasion, but to be a master asker, you will have to develop relationships with people who are strong in areas where you are weak. Thank you so much for the time you gave me today. Please do not miss the conclusion of this sermon in next week's episode. God bless you.